Well, hello, this is Beth Jones at BethJones.net, international speaker and Amazon bestselling author. Welcome to my podcast today. Today's topic is letting go. And the reason for this is recently our youngest daughter, Leah, moved out of our house. She moved in the city where she has her new job as an assistant baker. She works at a a baker, a bakery and a deli shop that makes delicious coffees and delicious bakery items and healthy sandwiches. And she needed to be in the city where she was because otherwise it would have been an hour for her driving back and forth. And I especially didn't want her doing this on the ice and snow that happens each year in Missouri here. You know, it was Leah's own decision to move. I really didn't want her to move out. My husband Ray didn't want her to move out either. She's been taking online graphic design college classes, and I felt like she needed to stay with us until she graduated from her college. She completed her college courses, but she made this decision on her own. I do think she needs to be in the city where she's at right now to be close to her job. I didn't want her risking her life for her job driving back and forth on that snow and ice. So God is teaching me much right now about letting go. There's also a situation with my other oldest daughter, Heather, where God is teaching me more and more about letting go. And honestly, it is one of the most, the hardest things in my life. This lesson of letting go, God has been teaching me this over and over again. My children are my very heartbeat. I love them so much and I miss them in my life. I miss seeing them a lot. Now Leah and I are still planning to do lunch which is our usual thing. Every couple weeks we go out for Mexican or some other lunch and try to do fun things with my kids just to have that relationship with them, stay in contact with them, see how they're doing, let them know I love and miss them. I can text them or some messages on Instagram, private messages. Um, my kids aren't really on Facebook a lot. I think of a lot of the younger millennials aren't. Uh, they're going to other social media platforms. So usually texting or Instagram, private message is the best way to get a hold of them. So that's what I'm going through this week. And it's hard. I've been crying a lot since Leah moved out. She rented a U-Haul and because she works full-time and she's in college and she takes violin lessons, I helped her out by getting some newspaper at the newspaper office here and wrapping her very fragile items. She had a few fragile things and helping her pack her boxes. And Ray and I loaded the U-Haul while she was at work that morning on moving day and I thought we would never get the sleeper sofa up the stairs that Ray gave her. He gave her a sleeper sofa for her living room. I bought her some kitchen and bathroom items that I knew she would need, but we did that for her. We loaded the truck, and then she and Ray and her roommates unloaded it in the city about an hour north of here. So I would cry as I packed the boxes, and it was really hard. And I've cried a few times since then. And what I've been working on this week, and I blogged about this, is cleaning, organizing, and decluttering my home and my home office. And it's just setting me free. It just makes me feel so free and relieved 
just to give away things or throw out stuff. We all have a lot more than we think. Leia discovered when she had to move how much stuff she really had, and she's pretty much a minimalist. Leia doesn't buy a lot of jewelry or clothes or other things. The only thing she buys maybe a lot of is art stuff because she's an incredible artist, an incredible musician playing the violin. But she doesn't buy a lot of personal items. But even still, even being almost a minimalist, she had more than she realized. And you always do when you move. You realize, oh my gosh, I've got so much stuff. Sometimes it's good to have a garage sale or give away things or sell things before you actually move. And that way you're not moving as much. Or you can have one after you move. You can also sell things online on Facebook and different places. So um, we got her moved and thank God it was clear and not snowing or raining or ice when she moved. It was a good clear day. So we got her all moved and she's now unpacked a lot of her boxes and getting settled in her new place. And I am praying she soars on eagle's wings and that God blesses her and that he's Jehovah Jireh, her provider to her, and that she does really well. And I believe she will. I believe Leah will do great. She's got a great job. She's taking her graphic design classes. And I, I just believe that God is going to watch over her and all of our children and grandchildren. But that's what God is teaching me this week. Um, I wanted to share a scripture about letting go. And it is Psalm 62.8. It says, Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is your refuge. And that is so true. You can pour out your heart to God. He knows everything that concerns you. He knows that I'm a mom and my children are in my heartbeat. And he, he loves my children and your children, your loved ones more than even you do. And the trust is the hard part, but God wants us to trust him and believe him and have faith in him. So again, that was Psalm 62, 8. And a quote that I wanted to share with you is about autumn. Right now here in Missouri, it is absolutely beautiful. The leaves are changing for fall. There are all these glorious colored colors, orange and red and yellow and brown. And they're all over our yard. And we've got a tree in our yard that has orange leaves. And all around the neighborhood, we see trees with yellow leaves and orange leaves and red leaves. And they are just glorious. They are so beautiful. Now, actually, the leaves are dying, but they're glorious. And there's a great quote that says, Autumn shows us how beautiful it is to let things go. And that is so powerful and so true. God wants us to let things go. We need to let go and let God. We need to trust God. But in the letting go, beautiful things happen, beautiful colors of our lives. If I don't ever let my kids grow, go, they will not grow. I have to let them go in order for them to be, to grow into independent, mature adults. They have to have their own faith walk with Jesus. I can't have faith for them myself. They can either choose to follow Jesus or they can choose to not follow him. I can't force them to follow him. Now, I taught them about Jesus 
I'm a born-again Christian believer, and I taught them, and I pointed them to Jesus. Yes, I messed up a lot. Ray and I have had a lot of strife in our marriage, but I always tried to point my children to Jesus Christ and to repent quickly anytime I did fall and mess up. And so now it's their time as adults. They have to decide for themselves if they're going to follow him. So it's up to them. But I have to let them go. I have to trust God and let them go. And it's the same with you and me for anything, any relationship or, you know, things like finances and bills. We can't worry all the time about how we're going to pay our bills. We can't worry if the economy is going to collapse or if you're going to be fired. That actually has happened in our marriage before where Ray and I have been fired before. It's painful. It hurts. But God is faithful and he will provide. He will provide every need you have. We've been through bankruptcy. We've been through foreclosure of our first home. And now we're living in a beautiful home. So God is a restorer of things, of what the enemy tries to steal from your life. We have to let go. We have to let go and trust God. And so those are the lessons that God is teaching me this week. I want to encourage you to also let go. Letting go involves things like forgiveness, releasing bitterness, releasing hurt. Asking God to heal your broken heart. You know, sometimes your marriage, your your spouse, or your children, or other people can just break your heart. Sometimes you have people coming against you and judging you, criticizing you, attacking you. I've got a friend right now, her siblings and her mom are majorly attacking her, and she's had to cut off that relationship with them because it's so toxic. Sometimes you have to do that. But forgiveness is very important, and forgiveness is not a one-time easy thing. It can take years, and a lot of times you have to be healed in order to forgive. But the act of forgiveness, the choice of forgiveness itself, is very healing and very powerful. Letting go can involve things like decluttering. I am finding that as I've been throwing things out, taking books to the thrift shop, um, get, getting rid of things. I had an entire trash bag full of notes from notes I had taken on business webinars and teleseminars. And it just set me free to do that, to throw all that away. I just feel so much freer. And I'm getting my office very organized and ready for 2020. And I would encourage you to do that. Maybe not do an entire room at one time because that can be overwhelming, especially if you have a lot of stuff. But just going through the clutter and the piles of paper, taming that paper tiger, um, you know, take one closet or one corner of your room and just start small and you can go from there. And it really makes you feel free. It really helps you and you know, getting rid of things helps you to make room for the better things that God has for you. And same thing spiritually and emotionally. When you're letting go of toxic people or letting go of unforgiveness in your heart, that makes room for God's better things for you in your life. It will free you up. It will it will create space in your life. The the getting rid of clutter and and you know. Um, cleaning things and organizing makes room for better things 
in your life. There's a lady now who is a Japanese author and organization expert, Marie Kondo, and she's taken the world by storm with organizing and decluttering. And she says the way the way that we live are, you know, whether we're we live a cluttered life or we live a life that has lots of space, it impacts our lives. And when we get rid of a lot of this stuff, it makes room for the life that we really want to live. Clutter also clutters your soul. So it's important that you have a home that really reflects your personality and your personal taste. She encourages people to only have what sparks joy in your life. Now, I don't agree with everything she says and does because, for example, she bows down to the house. And those are related to Shinto beliefs, and I don't believe that's of God. So I'm not going to bow down to things in my house and greet my house and greet my office. But I like the idea that she has of people becoming happier and more fulfilled and prosperous by getting rid of things that are just causing them stress and uh, aggravation. And just really it can make you feel claustrophobic. But I encourage you to go through your house, go through your heart, and ask God to help you clean it out and declutter your soul to let things go. Obviously, as I'm letting my children go, I'm putting them into the very capable, strong hands of God. Because God is love and He has their very best interests at heart. And He can watch over them so much more than I can. Every day that I get up, I have my coffee with God, and I recently wrote a book about that called Coffee with God at Amazon. I pray. I pray over myself, my husband Ray, our children, our grandchildren, and my loved ones. I ask God's protection upon them. I pray the blood of Jesus over myself and them. I ask God's holy angels to be around us, and I ask God to be my and their GPS, for God to lead and guide us in his wisdom and with his word and for us to fulfill our great purpose through Christ. And I do that every single day. I have a lifestyle of prayer where I'm praying as needs arise, and I dedicate my, me and my family to God. So that's, that's my routine for my day, letting go and letting God and trusting Him. So I would encourage you with that today, to let go and let God. It sounds cliche, but it's so true, and we have to work on that to really trust Him with ourselves and with those in our life and with everything in our lives. I pray this encourage you today. Be blessed and have a beautiful day. It's a beautiful fall day here in Missouri. I encourage you to go to my website at betchins.net and read my two newest blogs about Leia moving out. I've got pictures. I also um, talk about decluttering and not hoarding. And I've got a video that I created about Leia. I actually had a mistake on that video. It said the Pacific Ocean in Ireland instead of the Atlantic. I realized that later. My sister shared that with me. Ireland is near the Atlantic. I knew that. I just forgot it. But other than that, it's a very anointed video. And I would encourage you to click on the link and um, go to YouTube and, and check that out. And also to read my blogs. Be sure to check out my newest book, 
Coffee with God, available at Amazon for sale as an ebook. I'm now working on my first children's book. You'll hear more about that coming up soon. I have hired an illustrator. It's actually the third illustrator I've hired, and I'm very excited to possibly be working with this newest one. I can't wait. Please pray that God provides me every bit of the money for the illustrator as it is costly, but so well worth it because she does beautiful work. So that is my most recent prayer, and that is my newest book that I'm working on. If you want me to come speak at your women's conference or event, contact me at bethjones.net. I love encouraging women. I love encouraging people to use their gifts for God's glory and fulfilling their great purpose, living a life they love. This is Beth at bethjones.net.